When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
is up folks it is friday it's so bad it's good with ryan bailey i am ryan bailey that my friends that i'm lisa rinna that <laughs> my friends was lisa rinna no that that actually is weezer weezer mixed with uh passion pit if you don't know the band passion pit i strongly recommend you check out their album manners that came out 11 years ago such a great first album um but that, that's not what we're here to do. We're here to talk about Beverly Hills, the show, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Folks, whoo-wee, got a little weird this week, as always. We are having, I I only can compare it to sports. I, like I said, I saw that Michael Jordan documentary. It's like one of those teams with the Bulls, where it's like every episode is winning, as Charlie Sheen would like to say. Um they, it's just, it's, it's a, a, a magical season. I mean, all of these people, even the ones I hate, Lisa, I'm looking at you, Lisa. Whoo, really that watch. And by the way, let, I can hate Lisa Rinna all I want. You can like Lisa Rinna all you want. That's fine. You're obviously, if you love her, you've obviously are working through stuff. That's fine. But nobody, fe- nobody has to feel bad for Lisa Rinna. Give me a break. Lisa Rinna should thank the, her lucky stars she has found this show. <laughs> oh my God. When Batman finally faces off with Lisa Rinna, it's going to be a tough fight because they're both bringing something to the table. Batman has his skills. Lisa Rinna has her cackle. It's going to be a fight to the death. Um, how was everybody's week? This week... Okay, so folks, it is Friday right now. It's 12.43 a.m. I have already had a full day, and I wanted nothing more than just to go to bed. I was just like, I've, I've had a full day... Had to give my dog back today, which, by the way, she was just amazing and darling, and I just forgot how – it, it was really nice to have her this week. Um, but I just – I didn't – did you guys hit it this week? I just never – the week never clicked for me. It's just been going one thing to one thing to one thing, and I don't know if I did good at any of it, you know? Like I got there, but it felt like a blur. Did anybody else feel that way? Because I remember talking to you guys on Monday, and I was like, we got – we got four more days till Friday, and now we're here at Friday. It's almost one a.m., and I got to do that. Who knows how long this is going to last? Okay, but let me let me let me take you through my beverage situation. This is what I have to sustain me for the next couple hours. I've got a, a smart water because I'm a health nut. I've got a coffee with some uh, 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 sugar-free uh, coffee mate, French vanilla creamer. I've got a truly wild berry, truly hard seltzer. And I've got my friend, um, Fernet Branca. I've got a shot of Fernet and Fernet's a sipper. It's an Italian liqueur, a digestif as, uh, Dorit would like to say. And these are all the beverages that will take us through the next hour or so, uh, to break every one of these moments down. Now, it has been a week, and there is so much to take in. And I just want to start off at the top of the show. 
to make a correction on something I was wrong about. Now, up to this point, I really did think Erica Jane was completely guilty. And then this this week happened and then this episode and I watched her, um, you know, breaking down um, in the bathroom and it was, you know, so many emotions started even going through my own head. And I, I got to say that uh, she's still guilty as hell, folks. She is guilty as hell. If you want to believe why, well, I mean, that's your business. You're not, I mean, like, unless you're related to her. I mean, she it, she's guilty, you guys. I'm so sorry. What a performance, though. Like Lisa Rinna, if Lisa Rinna was giving performances like that, she would not even be on this show. She would be welcome back to any kind of Melrose Place, nighttime. So, you know, Lisa Rinna is... <laughs> I love that I'm just like, I guys, I am fired up about Lisa Rinna. And in fact, I got so many messages that Lisa Rinna had a couple choice moments that reignited just how deep my dislike of her is. Because I was thinking about this in terms of Mr. Rogers. Yeah, go with me on this. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers always told us to look for the helpers in the crowd. And Lisa Rinna is not a helper. Lisa Rinna is a disruptor in the worst way possible. She's like, ha! Is anybody, is everybody lost? <laughs> I'm going to save myself. <laughs> Lisa Rinna chooses the contrarian position. And if she was this good of a friend to, um, to, to Miss Denise Richards, I would think very differently. But to have this old bag of bones with her hand around, or her arm around Erica Jane, I'm like, I'm sorry. And by the way, do you notice how she's talking more and more like somebody that's like, a, yes, sorry. I, I smell like burnt almonds. Hey, everybody, it's me, Lisa. What's going on here? Can I take a sniff drink? Can I get a little velvet deer? <laughs> It's it's like a Muppet if they were adult Muppets on an NC-17 channel. Like, it's dirty. Hey, everybody, let me tell you a little joke. <laughs> Harry once took his wiener out in the garden, and he pissed all over me. <laughs> it, it's, it's what I imagine, like, Austin with his Muppet mouth on Southern Charm. If he ever comes in contact with Rinna... I would think the Muppet Show would sue because they're like they're obviously copying what we what we have. I feel like this has already started pretty strong, you guys. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm upset. And you know what? I speak up for the underdogs. And the real underdogs here, let me remind everybody before we go back to the fun, is widows and orphans. Say it once again with me. Widows and orphans. Oh, my. I do not feel sympathy for somebody trying to keep up their lifestyle. Now, if I had a lifestyle to keep up with, maybe I would feel differently. But I don't give a rip about Erica Jane's jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Like, Target has decent jewelry if you're into that sort of shit. But, like, am I supposed to feel bad that she might have to give back a ring? that The cost of a Lamborghini that looks like shit on her? Guess what? We all get old. Guess what? That old bag on Titanic threw that huge diamond over into the water. It means nothing. None of this means nothing. All that means something is me and you and us listening to this right now and how hard we're going to kick this weekend in the nuts. I'm upset. <sighs> okay. Also, I want to give a warning. I guess I have to do this now. There will be voices in this. There will be imitations. It will annoy some people. I, I you know, and, and a lot of people will like it, but I'm going to still do them. I want to remind people I have four other podcasts a week, plus the Patreon, where I'm not doing voices. It's straight interviews, and I'm so fucking proud of it. I'm proud of it. And, and 
there's no joke in that. I'm proud of this. I'm proud of what I do. I'm proud of what we're doing together. Also, a reminder that the Facebook group, we got a lot of joint, a lot of joins. We got a lot of, we got a lot of joins this weekend. We got a lot of joins. Please join um, and post whatever you want as long as it's nice and funny. It doesn't even have to be nice. Just doesn't, just don't be a dick. And, uh, you know, consider it a second home, maybe. I don't know. Let's see uh, if that, let's see what we can, what we can do there. Um, but that's it, you know, and, and just know there'll be a commercial in this. Also, I hear they're putting other commercials in this. I don't know what's going on with that. So just know that I know about the commercial I put in for the, uh, the vibrators. Uh, also, I did like a three hour podcast about the final 50 shades of gray with Annabelle, Annabelle DeSisto that I will be releasing this next week. And you guys, I, I don't know. I, I'm not never cocky really about anything that I do, but I will say I laughed a lot and I think you guys will laugh a lot. You know, it is an adult podcast. I say, um, you know, don't have your kids around. And also right now, if you're with your kids, throw them out of the house. This is adult time, you know, like kick them out in the yard, go throw them a toy or something or whatever, food, whatever keeps them busy. And let's just me and you, let's have adult time about these, uh, batshit ladies that are potentially stealing from widows and orphans, right? Okay. So, whew, okay, Ryan, you can do this. Let's get in there. Let's do this. Let's show the people a good time. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season 11, the magical season, episode 12, circle of Say it with me, distrust. Whoa, not trust, distrust, folks. The opposite of trust, which, you know, so obviously this is so deep, these titles. I, I, if anybody works for Bravo that's listening, first off, congratulations on this season. Second off, could you give me the titles that didn't make the cut? Like episode 12, like, uh, you know, Rinna pretends to eat a burger. Like, what are the other titles that could, you know, like... Dorit says she has a multicultural family. Like, oh, poor Dorit, right? All she had to do was just be, she doesn't even have, all she had to do, you guys, is be quiet. Hello. It's me, Dorit. I have had a very easy season. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. I shouldn't have opened my mouth at dinner and really got myself in hot water, Master Kyle. Oh, we'll get to that. But, oh, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? I was like, holy shit, Dorit. Why did you, why did everybody, everybody's ego gets the best of them at some point, myself included. And everybody needs to learn when they need to take a backseat. Nobody is smarter than the show. Nobody is smarter than the audience. The fact that Dorit thought she could pipe in on a conversation that she had no business in being in and then have to like back up of like, (laughs) okay, we'll get to it. Okay. So last week we ended with Erica Jane in a bathroom. So it was like, sometimes not everything is open for discussion. I think that was Danny Garcia. I just want to go to the bathroom. She started hiccuping, right? I just, I just want to go take a piss. And then we go, we see her in the bathroom with the door closed, the shaky camera running up to the door, and we hear, I tried to be so open, so honest. And then she did this weird, like, <laughs> like like kind of like a Planet of the Apes kind of a thing, like <laughs> like Eeyore. 
I felt like there was Lamont's exercises going on in there. It was like, push, Erica, push. I'm trying to be open and honest. So back in, <laughs> back in the other room, all the ladies are sitting on um, Kyle's beautiful sectional. Uh, shout out to Living Spaces. Uh, and Garcelle goes, I would, Garcelle, by the way, I said last week she looked like a burglar, and I saw somewhere on the internet that somebody put it perkily. She looks like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. She's like, you, is this, are your parents, are your parents at home, kid? That's what Garcelle looks like. And Garcelle goes, I would, I would never want to hurt her. She is going through so much. I never got told I would never do that. Because remember, Garcelle is the one that was like, I'd like to share with everybody that, uh, uh, Erica said Tom calls her every day and uh, you know Eric was like well I do take offense to that guy Sal, but please by all means go ahead um, so during this whole thing my eyes wander sometimes and I've now watched this two or three times and Lisa looks like a fucking goof she's like uh, uh, she's just like really like you can just tell she's thinking about like how can I co-opt this storyline? How can I insert myself? Should I go to the bathroom and check on Erica? Should I stay out here and stand up for Erica? You can just see the machinations rolling. Like, I will say, Lisa Reno was never made for the acting life. Like, you know, she still made a living at it, which is more than most actors will ever do, myself included. But she never was eternally special. You know what I'm saying? But this, I will say, Rinna does make a mark. So remember this. You know, what I'm saying is that I dislike Rinna very much, but I think that is by design in some ways. And we are, you know, like, I still realize her value. Her value is like the evil wrestler to me. Like, she is the bad guy to me. Like, so she's like the guy when Hulk Hogan's like the good guy. And then there's some wrestler like Andre the Giant that's the bad guy. Rinna is Andre the Giant. Um, So Crystal says... You know, if you were there, Garcelle, you 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 would be you would have been like me, and you would have not said anything because in the car, Erica Jane said not to say anything. But you weren't in the car; you got here before. And Kyle says, in a talking, he goes, "I don't know. You know, if Tom called Erica, why would that be a big deal? Which really, that is a thing of like, why would this be a big deal? Remember, this is before the LA Times article comes out that we see in uh, later on the show. So at this point, it's like, okay, well." Why all of this stuff hasn't come out yet. So at this point, why would it be a big deal, right? Which also just kind of lends credence to the fact that Erica did know how big of a deal this was before, long before. And that's why she realized she fucked up in that moment. So Erica Jane comes out and is like, eh, I just, I just, I just took a dookie. <laughs> I just took a huge number two, everybody. I feel much better. And they're all like gathering around her like she's like a messiah or something. And they're like, it's, it's like the sound is muffled, but they're like, it's going to be okay. It's going it's to be okay. It's going to be okay. I promise. I promise. And they're all like hugging her and touching her like she's like a saint or something. And Dorit hugs. Let me hug you very close, Erica. And, um, Kyle and I talking to says, you know, obviously if they were married all these years, he would definitely call her, right? And Kathy, 
My little angel baby, Kathy Hilton, an angel that walks amongst us, breaks up the tension by going, does anybody want more of these Del Taco tacos? <laughs> she's The bags are in the, the middle of the sex and all. She's like, is any, is anybody want any burritos? Uh, all of this is happening. Erica, it's like the most drama. She's like, does anybody want a tostada? <laughs> it's... The hot sauce is making me toot. Is it, does anybody else feel tooty? Any? Huh. Any, anyways, I'm going to I'm going to put these away. Um by the way, I was like <laughs> I was so I've tried to been watching more of what I eat this week you guys and when Kathy took the bags to the kitchen, I was like if I was in that house, I'd go grab those later. I would be like George Costanza. I'd be like, well, they're in the bags. I mean, that protects it from the trash. So it's like, that's edible. Like I was just, I was hawkeyeing Kathy. Like, where are those bags go? Should I throw these in the trash, everybody? Is anybody going to want a taquito? Anybody want a taquito later? Erica, would you like a taquito? Erica, would you like a habanero sauce? Um. So she goes off with the bags. They're all sitting on the couch, even Erica. And she's like, you know, this is very hard. <laughs> you know, this is very hard. And she looks like the Titanic exploded all over her face. It's like a, a wet slick. It really, it, it's tears, but it's it's more than that. It's like her whole face is dewy. It, it, there is like a, a gel, like a jelly kind of like a, my mom used to send me to the school with Vienna sausage cans, which I, I think this is really how I turned out the way I did. When I was in elementary school, you know, she would pack my lunch and the other kids had normal sandwiches and stuff. And I would go with a little tin of Vienna sausage fingers. And uh, it wasn't good. Like, you know, it was just weird. Like I was digging around in some kind of weird Vienna sausage jelly elementary school and then I was the the weird kid that brought Vienna sausage cans to school you like nobody would ever want to trade me so that's what it looks like so all <laughs> that's what that's what it, it looks like it's all over Erica's face like Vienna sausage jelly for all the Vienna sauce this is for all the <laughs> for all the Vienna sausage fans out there you know what I'm saying and uh, all the ladies so she goes like this is a hard time in my life. This is very, very hard. And all the ladies are just staring. And Crystal, especially, she has her hands. It's like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. She's like her hands on her eyes trying not to cry. And I'm like, Crystal, girlfriend, what are you? I I like Crystal. Like, I, but I, I mean, but in the moment, I'm sure, I'm sure it's very emotional. And Rinna is just right next to her in her fucking stupid cheetah pajamas or whatever that old bag is wearing from QVC. And she's just hug- she has her arm around Erica. Where's your fucking arm around Denise, Rena? And she's just hugging her. And she's like, just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> just breathe. It's like not yoga, Rena. Jeez. And Rena goes, I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry that happened. And I, okay. And Garcelle's, and Garcelle clocks Rinna doing this. I'm sorry that happened. Like, kind of like, I'm sorry Garcelle spoke up like that. And Garcelle goes, I'm leaving. I'm going back to the hotel. And I tell you, I stood straight up out of my bed and clapped. I was like, you go, Garcelle. And uh, 
Garcelle says, uh, yeah, I'm leaving. And Kathy, Kathy's face. In that moment, you guys, I, I've studied this face and her face goes, oh, like her, her mouth opens up and it looks like a little, like a little drummer boy, like a ornament of some sort, or like some kind of stop motion animation come to life. I'm telling you, watch it again. There's some kind of holiday stop motion animation that Kathy's face makes sometimes of like, oh no, Mr. Bill. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I just, I want you to see this one moment where she, her mouth just hangs open. She's like, Kathy, she's like, you're leaving? And it's like, she's trying to wonder. She's like, did Garcelle not like the tacos? Did she, did she not like the dill taco? Garcelle, did you not like taquitos? Um, and Garcelle says, Rena, Rena isn't giving me the benefit of the doubt. You know, it wasn't my intention to upset Erica. And Kathy goes to Garcelle because she's a champ. And Garcelle's like, she's, Rinna is supposed to be building a relationship with me. Remember, that's how this season started, you guys, of Rinna going, I'm so sorry for everything I did with Denise. Can we start over? I'd like that. <laughs> I'd like that, Garcelle. I think that's all we can ask. One day at a time, Garcelle. One day at a time. And Kathy just looks at Garcelle, and Sutton's like, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, and Sutton's like, sorry. Garcelle is like, I don't want to add more to this. And Kathy's like, come on, just come back. Just if, if just not for a minute, just come back. Kathy builds bridges. You guys, she is a bridge builder. And by Kathy's magic brings Garcelle back into the room. And Erica Jane goes, I know. I know. It's okay. You don't have to leave. It's okay. It's okay. Garcelle. And Lisa goes, thank you. Thank you. And this is like, this is like the moment where I was like, Lisa is fully speaking like somebody getting over a stroke. Do you guys notice this? And I'm not, there's no joke here. Like she, she does it now. And she does it later in this episode when she's like, where's Crystal? i make me a drink, baby. She's speaking like this. like a little droopy mouth. She speaks with a droopy mouth sometimes, you know? Um, and Garcelle lets everybody know. She's like, it's, it's not worth it for me to have you think I was doing this intentionally. And Kyle says in a talking head, Erica looks broken. There has to be something else going on, which I think is a very important statement because they think through all of this, it still doesn't add up to even the other ladies, whether you like Garcelle or don't, don't like Garcelle, it doesn't add up. And Erica Jane's like, it's okay, it's okay. And she pushes her hands out like in this weird motion because Garcelle comes very close to her, which is just like, it's kind of like weird. It's like a, somebody getting close to a tiger because they could lash out at any second. And Garcelle's coming and she's like, it's okay, Garcelle, it's okay. And she pushes her hand out, like kind of stopping her. And Garcelle is in her face and goes, you opened up so much. I wouldn't want to hurt you on purpose. And Erica just says, it's okay. It's okay. I promise. Don't worry about it. It's okay. And Kyle says in a talking head, there has to be something else going on. And then Sutton, Sutton Strack, ladies and gentlemen, a talking head. She goes, this is a little too much. I'll say, I'll say. She goes, this is a little much. This isn't about Garcelle. This is about Erica and her problems, I say, I say. And it makes me think Erica isn't being honest with us, I say, I say. And Erica Jane says, 
I think I'm going to go home. There are some things I need to take care of anyway. And remember, last episode, Erica said she was waiting for transcripts of something, right? She was waiting for something that she had been made aware of, and she was waiting to find out what happened. She thought she knew, but she didn't. She never specified what that was, though, right? And Dorit is staring at Erica like she's the ghost of Christmas future. Like, oh no, Master Kyle, this could be me one day with PK. Boop, 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 boop. Like, you can just tell. I swear to God, maybe I'm reading in this, but I every time I see Dorit in this, it's just like Dorit is in like a cold, hard panic of like, where is all, where did all money go, PK? Beep, boop, boop. I remember having money to buy Gucci. Oh my God, did you guys see that Dumois blind this week that says somebody cannot shop at the Gucci store anymore because they've been caught uh, trying to resell too much at a higher value and everybody thinks it's Dorit? Could you imagine if she's like not allowed? It is a personal shame if I am not. I have a room at Bugada Beppo and you will not stop me from shopping at Gucci. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. Master Kyle, Master Kyle, Master Kyle. Dorit is staring at, at Erica and Crystal just keeps crying, you guys. And Erica Jane goes, I appreciate the invitation. I really do. And Dorit goes, <laughs> this is one of my favorite. Dorit goes, do you want us to make you a little bag of snacks for the road to take something to eat? Beep, boop, 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 boop. Kathy's like, I've got some Del Taco bags in the, the trash right now if you'd like to take that home. I love Dorit going, do you want us to make you a little snack bag? A snack pack, a little juice, if you will. The little Jagaloo loves his little goldfish. Boop, boop, pop, Jagaloo. I'm going to make a snack pack for Erica. Chippis, little Jagaloo, would you like to FaceTime me while I make a little Erica Jane snack pack? Boop, boop, boop. Mommy, mommy, what are you putting in Erica Jane's snack pack? Ah, uh, little Jagaloo, would you like the Hershey's Kisses or can I give them to Master Erica? Oh, mommy, I want the little Hershey's Kisses. Okay, little Jagaloo. Beep, boop, 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 boop. By the way, if somebody's listening for the first time, I just realized how ridiculous. That is Dorit 3PO. Uh, I think of her as C-3PO from Star Wars. I'm like, Master Luke, I speak 330 languages. I, C-3PO, am a child of the world. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. And little Jagaloo is a little R2-D2. Um, Erica says, oh, I've eaten too much today, Dorit. I don't need a snack pack. And Kyle goes, you're leaving now? And I swear to God, when they, <laughs> I thought it would be so funny if they got like, if they just cut to Erica leaving and then it's like dance party of like, <laughs> and Erica's humping the like wet bar again. And the wet bar, no, please, no, Rinda's humping me again. Because they always end up in some stupid ass dance party. So that's what I was like, oh no, Erica's leaving and then they're going to start dancing. Rinna gets up as Erica's leaving to chase her storyline. And, uh, you know, so you have Dorit, Kyle, Erica, and Rinna outside. Sutton is inside with Crystal and uh, Garcelle. And Sutton tells Garcelle, Garcelle, you didn't do anything wrong, I say, I say. It's not your fault. Hey, Garcelle, look at me. It's not your fault. Garcelle, look at me. It's not your... <laughs> I thought of it like that scene in Good Will Hunting with Robin Williams and Matt Damon. He's like, it's not your fault, Will. It's not, you know, and they cry like, come on. It's not your fault, Garcelle. Look at me, Garcelle. 
it's not your fault, I say, I say. And back to, we cut back and forth. Rena, we cut back outside and Rena goes, you know, you're going to open up in your own time. Why push it? <laughs> She's the devil, you guys. She, you're going to open up in your own time, baby. You're going to own it, baby. We know you're going to own it in your own time, baby. We know it. And we cut back inside and Crystal says, we, we, told Erica, but she couldn't hear it because her pain is so deep right now. Garcelle says, it's interesting that we are the three that are in here and the ones that are out there have been friends forever, but we are in here. We go back outside and Erica goes, I think this might be my ride. And there's like a, a huge personal helicopter that, no, there's like a, I don't know, like a limo or something. And Erica goes, I think this might be my ride. And I shoot you not. Rinda goes, yay. <laughs> and uh, Erica Jane goes, I'll call you guys later. And Rinda goes, not if I don't call you first. And Rinda goes, bye. And her ugly cheetah PJs. And then Rinda goes, I'm cold. It's freezing out. My nipples could cut glass, everybody. <laughs> and Dorit says, uh, back inside, she goes, how do we turn this around, Master Kyle? The mood is so dark. And Sutton says, You know what is hard? But we have to get back on our feet, I say, I say. We've got to pray for her and help her when we can. Make me a mint julep, Kathy. And Rena says, uh, I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. I'm just, I'm so sad this moment happened. This moment happened. And she's like making these weird hand gestures. It, it's her behavior is so weird you guys and garcelle says if i knew that that question that i asked was gonna push her over the edge you better believe it that i am not gonna ask that question here we go folks turn down whatever you're listening to this on kick the kids out i'm gonna say this next line and they're gonna freak out rinna pipes up after that and garcelle goes hey why did you feel like you had to ask that question in that moment? Fuck you, Lisa Rinna. Lisa Rinna, screw you. Why did you, hey, Garcelle, why did you feel like you had to ask that, that question in that moment? We literally sat through an entire season last season of Denise, of her asking the most inappropriate questions of Denise Richards in every scene, every, even the last episode, she never dropped it. Never dropped it. In the reunion, she didn't drop it. And now she's like... Uh, it's a little weird when you're asking weird questions like that. It's just, it was, come on, you're, what are you, stupid? What are you, stupid? Like, come on, dude, pick a moment. It, I, I have never, there was a, a rage through my body. The dear Lord came through me and had to stop me. I was, I lit, I, I, I had to run around the block. I was that angry. I put, I put on my running shoes and I was running like Forrest Gump. Okay, so we cut to commercial, and I freaked out. We come back from commercial, and we go, you know, Garcelle goes, you know, I I thought, you know, she was sharing something else when I came in yesterday, and you guys all said Erica Jane was sharing so much, so I didn't really think anything of it. And Dory goes, but she said she didn't want to talk about it, Garcelle. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And then Crystal goes, oh, but she wasn't there. And Dory goes, are you sure that's what she's upset about? And Garcelle says, well, she's upset about a lot of things. I mean, it, it comes out. I get it. And Dorit says, I need to eat something. Beep, boop, 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 boop. I need to eat something. And she sits on the floor from the couch. And uh, 
Garcelle and Christian, uh, Crystal are getting ready to leave and they're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll see you at seven for a dinner. Um, and Garcelle tells Crystal outside, she's like, you know, not a lot of people are on my side. And Crystal says, well, sides, it's a weird thing to say. We cut back inside and Dorit goes, I was stress eating my taco and my popcorn. Oh my God, I was stress eating. <laughs> um, and we cut back to outside. Garcelle says, well, they're in there and we're out here. There's an inner circle in this group and it's, you know, it's just my feeling, but I can't shake it. I just don't feel right. And, you know, it's one of those moments, you guys, that our, our inner our inner monologue usually doesn't leave lead us wrong, you know? That's that thing we, we always, we have that little piece of our soul or something that kind of, you know, leads us to our true north. This is one of those moments where you're like, she is right. Whether you like Garcelle or you don't like Garcelle, she's right. You know, she, I think, is gauging this very correctly because there is, there are sides in these shows, remember? And Garcelle still is a new person relatively second season. And she's kind of been more of a disruptor. She was Denise's friend, remember? And I will say this of Garcelle. She asks a lot of questions. And guess what? That can be annoying sometimes. But thank God she's there to do it. It's annoying to have somebody ask you questions when you don't want to answer them, you know? But I will say this is the problem with us, this, this group is that we've got a lot of ladies that won't ask any questions because of friendship. It is nice to have people like Sutton and Garcelle in there that are asking questions and getting to the heart of the matter because without them, this show would not have balance. This show would not have a foundation and we would be upset that nobody was there. It would be more rony and we don't like that. So, uh, we go back inside and Rena goes, it's not our job to ask questions. You know, if she wanted to share it, Erica Jane, you know, you, you know, you'd already, you've already been asking, she's already been asking questions. And we have a flashback to Garcelle asking all the questions. Uh, last week, remember when they went to Erica Jane's poor woman's huge cottage at that very fancy La Quinta resort. And Garcelle was going, was Tom in the hospital? And you, you had no idea. Did you see him in the hospital? And we cut back and we're going to go, maybe you don't need to ask any more questions, you know? And uh, Sutton said, well, I say, I say, Erica Jane was talking about it in the kitchen, so it wasn't a big deal. And Erica's, um, you know, flashback to Erica going, I'm uh, running for these transcripts, so it's another great day in my life. <laughs> Rinna we see reading and she's like involuntary bankruptcy hearing in the divorce what does that mean what does that mean everybody <laughs> like once again never knows what it means and, and Dorico's I will explain it to you Lisa Renner this is what it means it means if she's looking to get money out of this divorce she can't she is owed 50% but everything she has is gonna go towards the bankruptcy Lisa Renner boop 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 and Kyle says in a talking head you know Tom was one of the wealthiest lawyers of all time. He traveled in private planes. He lived in a mansion. We have a cut to Lisa Renner. What's for dinner, everybody? We need to eat. And you can just tell Lisa is three sheets to the wind. I swear to God. She's like a little bit like Shannon Bedore from OC. Like, you can tell Shannon Bedore and her boyfriend, John, they're like pro drinkers. They're the people that drink throughout the day. 
and they can keep it together. Like, remember uh, the OC episode when they went for Bronwyn's, like, little marriage renewal and her and John at a hotel and they just kept going to the bathroom and filling up their drinks during the day and then back at night? And they're just, they're professional drinkers. And I get, I, alleged, like, I'll just say allegedly. So, like, allegedly, I think Lisa Renna is either a professional drink, something else is going on, and especially after watching Watch What Happens Live. I watched Watch What Happens Live and I thought I was high. It was it, it was like straight adrenaline watching that. And I will say, so watchable. So watchable. But I dislike her very much. Um, so Kathy goes, you know what sounds good? Ruth Chris Steakhouse, everybody. They have sweet potatoes, baked potatoes. They have fish. They have lobster. They have seared ahi tuna. They have barbecue. They have... T- uh, barbecue tuna. They have crab crakes. And Lisa Rinna, Lisa Rinna's like, ah, ha, ha, Kathy, <laughs> crazy. And Sutton's like, I'm allergic to fish, I say, I say. And Kathy goes, what are you looking for, Sutton? Sutton is placing placemats on the table like a good Southern lady. Uh, Kathy is on her huge-ass iPad. My mom, you guys, my mom is a little like Kathy Hilton, but more poor. Um is she just sits on that couch with her big iPad watching Heartland, the show on Netflix, and she just is, like, searching up on everybody on Facebook. Oh, my God. I should have my mom join the Facebook group. And <laughs> she loves getting in my business, like, but in a cute, sweet way. But it would be funny because she would have... But Oh, my God. You guys, my mom will do the cutest things. Like, she will kind of drop knowledge of like, you know, she'll be like, I heard Tom Tom um, has a new dish. Like she, she'll like do these little things where, and she'll like every one of my stupid Instagram posts. And I know, you know, like I know she doesn't know anything of anything. And she's like, just slams down that like button. You got to love her, man. So supportive. Um, So uh, Rin is cackling over Kathy and her cute little ordering. But it's like, Rinna, get off your bony ass and order something. Like, don't just laugh at Kathy. Why don't you fucking order something for the group? (laughs) So they're all changing for dinner. And Rinna is in this black Gucci outfit that she got today, I guess. And Rinna goes uh, to Kyle, uh, Kyle's shoes. She's like, those shoes I'm covered in, Kyle. I'm going to steal those. Uh, we go to a, a room with Sutton and Kathy, and Sutton's like, I'm going to do a dangle earring look tonight. Do I do a dangle earring, Kathy, or no? And Kathy goes, no, I think that's adorable, but uh, that necklace looks a little daytime. Which, <laughs> that's awesome. Is that true? Like, are there daytime necklaces and nighttime necklaces? Guys, for real. Like, let's just take a moment. It's like, have has Kathy done one wrong thing this season? Has she done one wrong thing? Has she done one thing that's like, damn it, Kathy, you've really spoken out of place? No. The, an angel walks among us. Calling all angels! Ugh, I hate train. Um, so... Everybody's getting ready for dinner. Garcelle is in this red vinyl outfit look. She looks like Eddie Murphy from the 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 uh, Eddie Murphy Delirious comedy album. And uh, Rinna, we go back to the house, and Rinna goes, "Where's Crystal? Or do I have to make my own drink?" And then she makes these weird stroke sounds. She goes, yeah, 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 yeah. "I'm not making that up, you guys." She literally goes, "Where's Crystal?" Or do I have to make my own drink? It's like when Lindsay at Summerhouse goes, 
Remember when she just like was drunk with Steve and her boyfriend at the time, and then she just goes, blurf, blurf, blurf. That's like Rena goes, where's Crystal? She gotta make my drink. And uh, Rena goes, hey, Kathy, how are you? How are you, Kath? Because Kathy walks into the room. Kyle is spilling ice all over in the kitchen. Dorit comes down looking like a Gucci whore. And Rena goes, Da Gucci, wow, Dorit, Da Gucci. And Kathy's like, You're going to waste your Gucci outfit on a girl's night? <laughs> like, you can tell Kathy thinks Dorit is gauche. You know, it's like, Oh, she's like, I think Kathy thinks of Dorit as uh, nouveau riche. You know, of like, Oh, you know, oh, you've not been wealthy for a long time. Is that it's very cute what you're doing with your money? Like Dorit kind of wears it's like there's like a rapper element to Dorit, you know, just very flashy at all times. Like I would not be surprised if Dorit had grills at at some point. Um, so Sutton comes down and sees Dorit, and Sutton's another one where it's like, oh, Dorit, this is cute, you know, like oh, somebody somebody loaned you the Gucci outfit again. Sutton goes, uh. Well, we got a naughty Santa's helper, I say, I say, and a sweet Santa's helper, me. And uh, Sutton goes <laughs> in a talking head, Ugh, nothing says girls not out dressed like a stripper outfit, I say, I say. We find out Sutton is wearing a vintage Cartier bracelet, folks, and a producer in a talking head goes, How much does that set you back? And uh, she's like, <laughs> Uh, I, I will not tell. I say, I say, I will not tell. And uh, we're back to the scene, and Rena goes, "You're so fucking rich, Sutton. I forgot. <laughs> You're so fucking rich." Uh, Garcelle and Crystal come in. Uh, Garcelle is in her red slicker outfit. Rena screeches, and goes, <laughs> "We all look great. We all look great, ladies. I'm just gonna say it. We all look great." Cheers, cheers to such a great hostess, Kyle. Kathy sneezes on the couch, and Dorit goes, ah! Beep boop, ah, beep boop! Who sneezed, Master Luke? Was that you, Kathy? And Kathy goes, no, no, I just, it's freezing cold. Kathy is just, it's almost like she's short-circuiting by being so Kathy. Um, Garcelle lets us know that she sent Erica a text uh, just apologizing again, but she did not respond, which I found fascinating. Garcelle on a talking head says, does it bother me? She got upset um, about absolutely, but I know where I was coming from. I wasn't trying to upset her, um, and my conscience is clean. I admire people like ourselves that can have like a really steady sense of who they are, and so when they say something, they mean it. When they apologize, they mean it, and if you don't respond to that. They're like, well, I did my best. My conscience is clear. I think Garcelle is a very confident woman. And I don't think she should be punished for that. Men do that all the time. I think we need to celebrate that kind of confidence because she's not being mean. Like I said, it might come off annoying to us at times because she is peppering questions. But I I, I totally am down for the Garcelle cause. And Kyle says... Well, Garcelle, I mean, Erica Jane's not going to scream at you. She just isn't going to trust you. And Rena goes, oh, this is another where I just fucking, oh, man, I know my the TV I have is just, I can't afford another one, but I would have just thrown it out my, my second story window. Uh, 
Rena goes, Gershel, is there anything that you can own in it? Is there, is there anything that you can own in it? She's wrapped up in a cheat. Like she was wearing those cheetah PJs. And now she's wrapped up in like a cheetah skin. Like she's, this woman just travels it with cheetah. Um, Rena goes, Gershel needs to check herself. You know, I, you know, in doing what she does, she throws little darts, Garcelle. She, she throws little darts. There's a flashback of Garcelle coming for Rinna going, you know, because remember when Erica Jane was doing Chicago? Chicago, Chicago. And Garcelle goes, you know, Lisa Rinna keeps saying that she did Chicago. Let Erica Jane have her moment. And we also had the body image where Garcelle goes, do you think your daughter got a little, maybe, you know, learn bad eating habits from you. And Lisa Renee goes, this is not someone who has your back. And I'm trying to get Garcelle to take a peek at it. Lisa, honey, listen, toots. You don't need to help anybody with anything. You take care of yourself and your daughter with Scott and not Amelia that's with the Love Island guy and Harry in his garden and leave it alone. We don't need, you're not a therapist you're not even a life coach. So Lisa Renna again says, is there, any, is there a little piece you can own of this, Garcelle? Is there, is there something that you can own of this? And Garcelle goes, absolutely not. And we get a talking head of Garcelle going, after I saw how she treated Denise, it's a little hypocritical. She can take her own this and shove it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, baby. Woo. Bounce. Get down, down. Garcelle gonna put Rena in a corner. Gonna make her answer for her sins. Bounce. That is what I'm talking about. Take your own this and shove it up your bony butt. And Dorico's, I don't think you're looking to, uh, you know, not to hurt her, but you're needling her a little, Garcelle. You're needling. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And uh, she's like, I'm not going to kick her at her bottom. It's not who I am as a person. It's not who I am. And she says that very defiantly. And she goes, I'm not taking that off on. I am not taking that on. Obviously, you think I should to Rena. And Rena goes, you know, let's just, you know, uh, it's just, <laughs> let's just you know let she goes let <laughs> she goes, hey let hey let's just be really clear here make me understand what happened why would i ever need to make you understand what happened open your bony eyes and find out what happened yourself could you imagine the audacity, you folks? The audacity of Lisa Renna to go, Hey, everybody, can you... Hey, hey, look at me. Make me understand what happened. What? Are, wait, what happened in there, guys? Could you make me understand? <laughs> hey, it's me, Lisa. Make me understand. Guys, is she on Cameo? Could we buy a Cameo where she explains to me what her deal is and what's so funny all the time? Um, so, uh... Garcelle goes, I wish I had been told not to say anything to her because I wouldn't and I won't because I overstepped. So Garcelle goes, I overstepped finally. And Lisa goes, that's good. That's good right there. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Yes. Overstepped. That's a good word. And we go to a talking head of Garcelle and I love her so much. For this. She goes, I didn't do it deliberately. I have nothing to own. I'm just trying to get her to shut up. 
Because sometimes that's all it's going to, you know, because she would just be like, hey, could you pass me the mashed potatoes? Huh. Passing the mashed potatoes. Could you own it? Could you help me understand why you passed the mashed potatoes? Well, you asked me to, Lisa. Interesting. So if I asked you to do something, you'd just do it? Like, she just, Rena is trying to make content. And I guess half of the audience will say, God bless her. She's really killing it. But she's being such an asshole that I just feel she's... It's just not tracking. So, I mean, even take it back into the older episodes into account, right? Erica Jane didn't provide friendship to any of these ladies that was so off the charts. Remember, in the off-season, she didn't hang out with these ladies. Even, like, Dory and Kyle hung out because of their husbands, you know? So it's interesting who Rinna chooses to side with. I think Rinna always had something against Denise. I think Rinna still thinks, even to this day, that if she rides the Erica Jane coattails, the contrarian thing will actually... I don't know. I hate to get this deep with it, but there is something in me that thinks it's kind of like America in certain ways. You can even, (laughs) I know, just go with me. You can even kind of tie it into anti-vaccination and stuff is that you would think there are certain issues that, okay, we would all agree on. Guys, it's your old friend, Ryan. You did not start the pot over again. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It is commercial time, but also a commercial for a brand that I am proud to represent, and that is Dame. So we've talked about on this show before that we should definitely seek out what's right for us, not compromise on what is most important. Now, our relationships, they should add value to our lives, especially in the bedroom, right? So why don't we think the same way about our sex toys? Now, Dame Products, this is why this company is cool. It is a women, a woman-owned sex toy company. They're making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. I've said vulva way too many times already. So it's founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz. Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples like you. They're closing the pleasure gap and helping the world one vulva at a time. So their vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love, earning glowing press from the New York Times, W Magazine, and many more. So whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost where it matters or on a journey of self-exploration, which is a very valid journey, by the way, and everybody should have a journey of self-exploration at some point. But we are sure here at So Bad It's Good that they will earn a spot on your nightstand. Now, I personally recommend the Ava. It's a couple's vibrator giving you clitoral stimulation during penetrative sex. It's flexible wings tuck under your labia for a snug fit. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Listen to that, okay? Like, really, 60 days Satisfaction guaranteed. That's a huge thing, hassle-free returns. So go to dameproducts.com, D-A-M-E products.com forward slash so bad today for 15% off site-wide. Again, go to dameproducts.com forward slash so bad today for 15% off site-wide. Even if you don't buy something, folks, go use my little www address and see if you like something on there. You never know, right? You never know. And I will tell you the last time that this commercial uh, was on uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple people bought products and they said they're really good. And I, I, I have a product um, that I guess, guess I'm waiting for the uh, right person to break it in with. <laughs> Fake it in with, but you guys, this is the real deal. This is a real company. They seem to be doing it the right way, and I think it's really cool that a woman uh, founded this and that it's run by women. You can't have better than that. Women know what women want. So, okay, I have talked about this way too much. Mom, if you're listening, I got you one too, Mom. <laughs> Back to Sophie. Wow, you could really just tell I'm, I'm tired there. I just cut out five minutes. It made no sense. I got <laughs> Could you explain that to me, Ryan? What did you mean by that? What did you, Ryan? Could you just explain what you did there? I I honestly couldn't. Um. So that's good. That's good right there. And uh, Kyle goes, "Okay, I'm gonna get the food." And uh, Santa came early, folks. Ruth Chris Steakhouse is here. We brought dinner. Woo! And uh, everybody's getting ready to, to eat and standing up. And Garcelle compliments Sutton on her outfit. Sutton, I like your outfit. It's not couture and you look great. Or is it couture? And Sutton goes, <laughs> it's uh, assay, assay, ready to wear. 
And Sutton asks, is there any more white wine? And they're like, right here. And then we see a shot of them all in the kitchen. And we see Sutton, like, drinking straight out of a bottle. <laughs> it's weird. And then we hear when it goes, we need to eat. Babbly doop, babbly doop. She makes another sound. Like, Rinna is three sheets to the wind. And she's like, we need to eat. Babbly doop, babbly doop. it's really cold, Kyle. Master Kyle. Mr. Kyle, beep boop boop beep boop. Can I shut the window? It's very cold on my bones. And Rena goes, I had a potato somewhere, everybody. Where's my potato? And Kathy goes, Where's my sweet potato? Dorit and Sutton are behind the bar, kind of making drinks. And Kathy says, Could I get a glass? I don't like to drink out of plastic. Because, folks, she knows plastic ki- kills the whales in the sea. She she watched Sea Spiracy on Netflix. And Rena says, They're all eating. By the way, a lot of you guys have written to me to say to watch a lot of these ladies, especially Rinna, push food around their plate. I don't know enough about eating disorders to, uh, and trigger warning on this, I don't know enough to comment um, of any sort, but they're always like, watch how they eat. Watch how, and especially watch how Rinna pushes food around her. And I, I gotta see, it's like fashion. I don't notice certain things that you ladies really are like, Notice so well, and I, I'm in admiration of that. No joke. And Rena goes, "This is the best burger I've ever had." Rena, you're like 80 years old. This is we're supposed to believe that tonight in La Quinta, California, from Ruth Chris is the best burger that that delivered the best burger you've ever. I should buy. Hey guys, this is the best. This is the best burger I've ever had, and. I almost felt like Rinna's ever tasted a burger or it was like Steve Carell in a 40 year old virgin where he was trying to impress the guys. He's like, yeah, I've touched so many boobs. You know how they feel like bags of sand. Like Rinna's like, this is this burger. It's, it's like, a, tastes like the freshest fish out of the sea. I love a good burger. Burgers are very much like America. Uh, this burger has, uh, it tastes like Worcester sauce, huh? Um, Kathy goes, I feel like we're missing someone. And everybody goes, Erica, Kathy. And she goes, no, somebody else. And Sutton goes, I'm way down here, I say, I say, at the end of the table, Kathy. And Kathy goes, oh, there you are. <laughs> and Lorena goes, let's play a game. And Kyle goes, games always lead to trouble in a talking head. And we have flashbacks to last season, Sutton's sort of season calling well, Teddy, I always thought you were boy. I thought I was. I thought you would be boring. I say, I say. And Teddy, John Mellencamp's daughter, goes. I just need a minute. Can everybody leave me alone? I just need a minute. We have a flashback to Rinna and Kim Richards playing poker, fighting over cards. Brandy pushing Kyle, and uh, everybody goes. Let's play a fun game. And Crystal goes. Does anyone ever want to play a sad game? And Kathy goes. We'll get to those games. Kathy is a naughty little minx, you guys. She's not I always I just want to put her in a little palm of my head and go, You are naughty, Kathy Hilton. And we I know you are naughty and you make me laugh. And uh we also Kyle goes, <laughs> everybody's making fun of Kyle's Confuci- Confucius comment towards Crystal the other night. And Kathy goes to Sutton, I heard you had a little thing about saying that people who don't see color with uh Crystal the you know and Sutton's just eating her Ruth Chris silently and Kathy hits us with Michael Jackson and I grew up together and he said Kathy (laughs) and she did do a lighter voice she goes Michael Jackson and I grew up together and she said uh, he said 
Kathy, I don't see color. I don't see color, Kathy. And neither do we, Michael. <laughs> Kathy, it's me, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Kathy, it's me, Michael. Can I come over and play? Kathy, will you do dental work on me, Kathy? Kathy, it's me, Michael Jackson. Could you do dental work on me and your... Dad, hi, Kathy. It's me, Hi, Kathy. Hi, Michael. How are... Kathy. <laughs> Michael Jackson uh, climbed up the tree next to young Kathy Hilton's window. Kathy, it's me, Michael. I'm knocking on your window right now. Michael, is that you? Yeah, Kathy. Can I come in and play Apple Jacks? Kathy, do you want to play the game of life with me? <laughs> Hi, Kathy. It's <laughs> Kathy, can I call you Billie Jean? You're not. <laughs> Kathy, something happened last night. I got my first boner. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Kathy, it's me, Michael. Can we play Seven Minutes in Heaven in your closet? Michael, no. I love Rick Hilton. Kathy... I don't like Tito. <laughs> Kathy, Jermaine yelled at me tonight. I don't like Jermaine or Tito. I like Latoya and Janet. Okay, that's idiotic. I'm going to stop. I'm so sorry, you guys. Whew. Okay. So, Michael's, Michael's, Kathy, I don't see color. And neither do we, I told Michael. And Sutton says, uh, I'm just being quiet, sticking to my cream spinach, I say, I say. Garcelle says, you know, you can see me as so many different things, but if you don't see my color, you don't see me. And Kathy says, I know what she's saying, but, you know, I, 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 I've I, always seen that. It, it shows up. And, and Garcelle's like, my color shows up before all of my talents. When I walk into a room, my color shows up. And this is always just like, this is an amazing way to put that. Is that no matter. And just think about that. Like, just even to test yourself. And it doesn't mean you're racist. It doesn't mean like, but like when you see an African-American, when you see an Asian, when you see like, what do you, what do you think? Like, honestly, are our minds trained to think there's an African-American, there's an Asian-American? Or do you just see the person? It's a very interesting question. Because even if you say African-American, it doesn't mean, well, that's, you, you're, you're thinking that out, out of a bad thing. But I thought this was such an interesting point Garcelle said is that, you see my color before you see me, and I need you to recognize that. I thought that was a really powerful statement. But I will say I got like, uh-oh, Real Housewives of New York, here we come. Because that's a lot of what this season has been over on Roni. And Kathy goes, I think we are seeing that. And Garcelle says, well, we aren't treated as fair as you are. And Dorit goes, but we should be. You should be. And Garcelle says, but we are not. And Garcelle says, have any of you had to tell your kids to watch out when you get pulled over by a cop because you might be shot because this world doesn't see the value in a black man? And that, folks, that's, that's sometimes irrefutable, you know? I don't see a lot of jokes there. I told you that, I think I told you the story a year ago. But I used to be a nightclub manager in Los Angeles, and I had these uh, two dudes that were my barbacks and and uh, employees, and two awesome African American dudes, Artis and Brandon. 
awesome dudes. And one day they were late. And I was like, where were you guys? And it was like, oh, we got pulled over. Um, DWB. And I was like, DWB? What is that? And they're like driving while black. We were driving through Beverly Hills and we got pulled over. And I was like, what? They didn't didn't pull you over because you're black? And they're like, Ryan, this happens to us at least two times a week. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah. And they weren't upset about it. They weren't stressed. They were like, oh, yeah, just it sometimes cuts into our day. And it, like that was one of the most powerful statements I'd ever heard uh, in regards to that because it's just something I never thought about because I didn't have to, right? The only time I got pulled over when I would be speeding from Arizona to Los Angeles. And I could usually talk myself out of that. I never had to worry about it like some black men have to worry about it. This stuff really exists. This isn't stuff that's made up. This stuff really exists. And Rico's, I thank God I am so grateful that I too grew up in a family where you can never disrespect someone or treat them differently based on the color of their skin. And Garcelle says, just because you grew up like that didn't mean I wasn't treated like that. And Drew goes, no, of course not, Master Garcelle, no. And Crystal says, um, you know, I was made fun of because of my last name, because of my slanted eyes. They were, they were always saying something about me. And an open conversation about race is very important, Crystal says. And I was thinking about this, is that... We have had so many of these conversations, right? And you could choose to look at it of like, oh man, these are my escapist shows. But you would also choose to look at it of how fucking dope that we watch, that we're paying attention to something that is actually trying to explain things or put a little bit of better or trying to make us all a little bit more unified in certain ways, right? Like, I really celebrate that. Like, I didn't, you know, you don't get this shit watching like CSI, but we get it watching Bravo. I think that's cool. And I think that's why sometimes when, you know, we get missteps or it doesn't feel exactly right, like Roni, it's okay. But at least we're watching a network that's trying to have these uncomfortable conversations. I don't know. I like it. So Kathy goes, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't want to sit down with a four-year-old, with an innocent four-year-old mind. And Derek goes, yes, Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, uh, Garcelle goes, it's a complicated issue like this, but I am going to say it to a four-year-old if it's a black four-year-old, Garcelle says. And Derek goes, I've always said to my kids, little Jagaloo and the other one, it doesn't matter the color of their skin. We have had so many multicultural people. (laughs) We have had so many multicultural people who work for us that are very multicultural. I've had black, Hispanic, beep, boop, bop, beep, beep, Filipino. My kids are used to it. In fact, my kids love them more than any other kids. My kids love them more than white people. The multicultural workers, they love them the most. Little Jagaloo was like, Mommy, could we... I only want to be put to bed by a multicultural people, mommy. Well, Jagaloo, you will be put to bed by a little multicultural worker then. So Dorit gives this whole fucking monologue. <laughs> and like, if you were like me, I was like, oh shit. Oh, Dorit. You could have just 
Dorit, you could have just, you were so close. You just, you didn't even have to have a storyline this season. Why did you feel the need to say, I, I will hire any, I would prefer to hire a multicultural person to clean and watch after little Jagaloo. I would. I would hire a lesser worker to, I would prefer that to be multicultural. Yes. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. And Garcelle hits us with it immediately. I was like, oh, fuck. Do only brown people help you in your house? And Dorit goes, no. Uh, 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 uh. You can see her short circuit like, oh, overload, overload. No, in fact, in fact, my mother's best friend is black. <laughs> she like pulls that out of her ass. And Garcelle goes, awesome. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. And then a talking head goes, it's not only black people who work in my house. She's been to my house. She knows that. She's seen a white person in my house working for me. I make everybody work for me. Everybody shall work for me. Uh, based, not based on skin or creed. I just like people to work for me. And Sutton goes, I'm not going to relieve this, I say, I say. I'm just going to eat my mashed taters and my spinach and my cream corn, I say, I say. There's so much cream in this Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Ah, uh, chomp, chomp, chomp. And Renna goes, it's heavy. It's a heavy conversation. It's heavy. <laughs> and Renna goes, I don't like this game. Really, they said let's play a game. I, I still don't know what the fucking game was. I was like... I would rather go back to Two Truths and a Lie, which we still haven't figured out from one of the first episodes. New scene. Kyle says, everyone, could you, you know, could you rinse your plate and put it in the dishwasher? Now, you guys, I'm strictly multi, um, I am strictly multicultural. I can work at Dorit's place. No, I am strictly middle class. I was always raised middle class. I still, like, even last week when I was visiting my parents, me and my mom, we go to Walmart every time I'm there. I like to look through the $6 shirts. I have a hard time because I was raised so middle class to spend, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was raised very, so when I hear Kyle saying, can everyone bring their plate in, rinse it off, and we'll put it in the dishwasher? I'm like, yeah, that's what you do, man. That's how that's how this shit goes. And Rena goes, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And uh, Dorit's like, I don't know, Kyle. Why do we have to do this? Uh, and Kyle's like, sorry, I don't have a housekeeper here. And Dorit goes, if we can go on vacation, Kyle, just let us know. We can all chip in. And Kyle's like, I had one that came before we came here, and I'll have one after we leave. I'm just asking you to put a fucking dish in a fucking, like, this is like, I, I really like Dorit and Dorit's just not doing it for me because it's like, Dorit, we didn't ask you to get into your fucking goopy, goopy, goopy Gucci outfit and like run around. Like, I'm sorry that you can't pick up a fucking dish. Sorry there's no multicultural person here to help you move a dish into like 10 feet away into the kitchen. But come on, don't be a dick. Like, this is aspirational, sure, but we can lift a plate, right? Am I am I out of my mind? Like, are plates not liftable anymore if you're over a certain tax bracket? And Dorit, uh, yeah, we can we can all pitch in, Kyle, if you're having a hard time cleaning the place. And uh, she goes, we dress for dinner, not for dishes. Maybe, you know, it's not so overwhelming. Please, Kyle. And Kyle goes, it's only one dish. You have to rinse. You think I was asking her to detail my car or something? And you know, Dorit's like, no, I only have my Filipino friend detail my cars. Oh, sure. And if there were white people, I'd have them detail my car as well. 
Uh, Dorit is now behind the bar, and she just there's a shot of her looking confused, like boop boop boop, so confused. I am so confused. I had to pick up a dish. Uh, Garcelle and Crystal are leaving for the night, and Dorit goes. I'm tempted to go to Erica's room and not stay here. She's not using her room. And Kathy goes, I'm going to go put my jammies on. Hey, guys, it's me, Kathy. Do you want to have a jammy jam? Let's have a jammy jam, everybody. And Rene goes, you guys, that was hard today. I'm sad Erica wasn't here today. I'm sad. I'm going to have a little more to drink because drink away my sadness. And Dorit goes, I feel her absent today as well, Lisa Rena. And Rene goes, it's hard. It's hard to be like that. You know, it's hard. It's hard. Like, Erica has to be all like, and she makes this face of like, it's hard to be like that all day. And Kyle brings up um, to lighten the mood. She goes, uh, she goes, Rinna shared today that Harry has acrylic nails on one hand for his guitar playing. And there's a flashback of Rinna let, yeah, Harry does. Harry doesn't want to play with a pick. So we decided to get long, creepy acrylic nails. And we see a picture and they're all there. Going, ah! <laughs> and they have this hand pick. And I got to tell you, folks, I'm not uh, musically gifted. And I don't know if I want to be if I have to grow out my nails like that. Um, they're long nails and Dorit and Kyle are just cracking up and Kyle goes, Harry, in a talking head, Harry gave me some tips, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, and this is the point when I was like, you know what? I do miss the dancing. I'd rather see Lisa Rinna hump, hump this than talk about Harry, Harry's, uh, nails. And then, uh, Kyle goes, uh, you like that one? Let me give you another one. Forget sexiest man alive. He's going for sexiest hand alive. <laughs> And uh, Rena goes, I'm so sorry, Harry. I'm so sorry. And then you just see her piss herself from drinking on the couch. Um, new scene. It's the next morning, folks. Rena comes out and she is in these horrible PJs and this tie-dyed bucket hat. Like, what What possesses you? Like, Chandra it up. Well, let me throw this ugly tie-dyed hat on that I got from Scott Disick. Scott, she dresses like the female Scott Disick. Scott, do you think this makes me look young? Yeah, Lisa, it's me, Scott. I, I think you look good, Lisa. It's, I think you do. Um, and Lisa goes, I hurt today. I, I'm trying to get some coffee. I hurt. I'm in a bucket hat. I hurt. And uh, we see on the she's making coffee, and we see this little five-hour energy bottle. And Lisa's like, this is the best five-hour energy I've ever had, you guys. He's the best burger, the best five-hour energy. Garcelle, we see back at the La Quinta Resort, is packing her rolling bag, her stuff in. Crystal comes in, and uh, Garcelle goes, Hey, Mama. I, I'm i just not a big Hey, Mama guy. You know, Heather Hall Thompson. I'm just not a big Hey, Mama guy. Like, I'm a big Hey, Mama guy to my mama. But either that, it's like, Hey, Mom. I just, the mama, I don't know why. Why do you, what's wrong with me that I don't like mama? Garcelle goes, How did you sleep? And Crystal goes, Ah, I slept okay. And Erica did not text her back, we find out. But uh, Garcelle goes, that's okay, as long as she knew how I was feeling. We go back to the other house, and Kyle says, Kyle's out on the couch while Ren is making coffee, and we hear, like a phone, beep, boop, beep. They put that sound in. There's no way that the mic picked that up. And Kyle says, Rena, Rena, LA Times. And Rena's like, what? What? And we see a clip and it says the legal Titan and the real housewife, the rise and fall of Tom Girardi and Erica Jane. Dun, dun, dun. 
So this was the LA Times article, right? Now, pay attention to the timeline. LA Times article comes out Thursday. In a couple scenes, it's Friday. And Friday night is when Erica Jane posted the Tom cheated on me with Justice Trisha Bigelow. Deflect much? Isn't that a weird timeline, though? Think about it, right? A huge article comes out by LA Times, a reputable news source that takes down you and your husband. And you choose the next day to post this thing saying your husband cheated on you from 11 years ago. I just think that's fascinating. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying, right guys? So Garcelle and Crystal, uh, also see it at their place. Rena goes, is it bad? It's not good. Is it? It's not good. How bad? And Kyle goes, I have to read it. I have to have coffee. And Rena goes, eh, it's just, uh, it's just too long. I can't, uh, I can't read. Like it's like you see all these housewives. It's so great. They're all like wanting to know exactly what's going on with Erica, but they're always like, it's too long though. It's just, can somebody, is there a cliff notes? Is, <laughs> is there an Erica Jane cliff notes? I just, it's, I want to know, but it's just, it's very long. I do love when people don't want to actually do the reading. Just tell me, could you just tell me, is she guilty? What happened? So they're all trying to make their way through this article. Ren is trying to sound out words. Kyle says, I thought it couldn't get any worse, but this is, this is an in-depth expose. All of, we see all the housewives commenting on the article uh, and talking heads. And Garcelle's, Garcelle goes, you just can't imagine that someone would take advantage of people like that. Now, to me, you guys, that is the operative statement right there. You just can't believe that someone would take advantage of people like that. That's what this is all about, right? Let's not forget that. That is the thesis statement. You just can't imagine that someone would take advantage of people like that. Remember that. And Crystal says to Garcelle, you know, Tom is such a legend that the LA Times are really going hard profiling him. We go back to the other house and Kyle says the law finance group has... um, access to the records and didn't like what they were seeing and then you can just tell they're not really understanding what they're reading but some they're like oh and 20 million was put into erica jane's production company account and rena goes that's a lot of money oh my god new scene we have uh tom in the interview going at, at one point uh i had 80 million 50 million in cash and that's all gone girardi acknowledged in a testimony I don't have money. And Rena goes, he said that? Did Tom say that? Finally, I'm not the poorest. <laughs> I'm not the poorest. I'm not the poorest. And Sutton goes, good morning, everybody. Good morning. I've been up since 7.30. And they're like, did you? And she goes, yeah. I read the whole thing. I'll say, I'll say. They use the word Ponzi scheme. And Rena goes, no. Did they? Did they? Is that an article? And Kyle goes, they robbed Peter to pay to Paul. And Sutton goes, if he's found guilty, he's going to jail, I say, I say. And Rena goes, it screams Madoff. It, scre- it, it screams pretty Madoff. You know, what did we, we, Ruth Madoff, was, was she implicated? And Sutton goes, the tricky part is 
Under her name, she was accepting these these funds. That's trouble. That's no good. And Kyle goes, what happened to Erica? That's what I want to know. What's going to happen to Erica? And Sutton goes, there'll have to be some sort of reconciliation of where that money is going. It needs to get back to those victims, I say, I say. And Rinna goes, that's what I want to know, too. And Sutton goes, I think the money is gone. And Kyle goes, well, then she's fucked. And Sutton goes, I think she might be, Kyle. And Lisa goes, ah, no, girl, this is... Girl, this is not good, girl. This is not good. And then uh, Dorit goes, hi, Dorit. And she goes... Hi, baby. There he goes, Hi, baby. Like, it's morning. Can we chill on the baby? And Garcelle says, I can't imagine every day you wake up and it's something new. She goes, My divorce was public, and that was hard. It's hard when they don't even know you, the public, and they comment on your divorce. And yeah, that is got to be hard. That's why they call it a public figure, they don't call it a private figure. You know, Bill Murray, I say this quote so many times in this podcast, somebody asked him what it was like to be rich and famous. And he goes, well, I'd rather just be rich. Let me tell you that. (laughs) You know, he's like, rich is where it's at. Rich and famous, not so much. Being rich, that's where it's at. Being famous, sometimes you don't want that. You got everybody poking your nose into their business. And when something falls apart like this, people hop on it. That's just the nature of pop culture. That's the nature of celebrity. And that's why you got to rethink wanting to be a housewife, folks. There's no gold in it. There's Instagram followers, but there's no gold. There's no real money in it. So Garcelle goes, you know, it's not a tabloid this time. It's the LA Times. Garcelle says, well, I'm sure Erica got a heads up, which would also be why she probably had to leave. And it's not just me being the reason why she left La Quinta. So we go back to the other house and Dorit goes, it says in the article, she's running his business like she ran it like a Ponzi scheme. And we're like, Dorit, thank you for playing. We've already been there. Orphans, burn victims, a group of women that had hormones. Sutton's like, I see, I see, uh, yes. And Rinna goes, they got cancer from their hormones? And Sutton goes, these are white-collar crimes that have victims. These are The victims are a lot bigger and a lot longer than... Uh, uh, no, these victims are a lot bigger and there's a lot more going on than how we were told. And Rinna goes, do you think she knew about the article coming out? And Kyle goes, yeah, I think that's why she was also upset. And then all of a sudden, Kathy's up like, hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, everybody. And Sutton goes, how do you have a business and not know I say I say? And Kyle goes, if I had $20 million in my account, whether it was 20 years ago or one year ago, I would know what that is. But I also know where my houses are. And that's a flashback to Erica not knowing where her Palm Springs house was last episode. Overdrawn this week, you know? <laughs> And uh, Sutton goes, I hate to be devil's advocate, but she's responsible where that money comes from. If her name is on it, it's going to be not good. She can go to jail, I say, I say. And Sutton goes, we are wealthy women. We all have LLCs. And your attorney watches you sign your LLC. By the way, justice for LLCs. It's right. It's really nice to have LLCs really get getting their due. LLC is, of course, a personal, uh, you know, business that you start. You know, and I love that Sutton note because so I started many. L- I have a minor league baseball team. I say, I say, I have many LLCs. My attorneys watch me sign my LLC. The devil himself 
puts money in your LLC, you're responsible for it in your LLC. I'm just going to start saying LLC. I'm sudden LLC. And Dorit goes, ah, the way it's being painted, her lavish lifestyle, they tried to keep up. Which is like Dorit saying that is hysterical because of fucking their lifestyle with PK. Hey, baby. It's... <laughs> Hey, baby, it's me, PK. You've got a lifestyle you want to keep up with, huh? You want an old Gucci outfit? How about I get you a Bentley that looks like a Gucci symbol, baby? You want to keep up with the Joneses? I love that there's a potential where Dorit was like, I need to keep up with Erica Jane. And now she's like, are you telling me that whole time that Erica Jane, it was fake? That's not, not real. I've been... Uh, I've been taking money out of Little Jagaloo's college fund for Gucci underpants. Um, we have flashbacks to Cartier, to Erica Jane saying they have two planes, to Mikey, to Louboutin, Versace's, look at that ring, it's a Lamborghini on her finger. All of this opulent wealth that she has showcased over these six seasons. Kyle says... Who she's been since we knew her is this money. Because that was her personality, folks. That was her personality. And Sutton goes, have we been slightly duped? Has this all been lies? And Sutton in a talking head goes, I'm not sure what Eric has been in this whole thing, but I am stunned to question it. And Kyle goes, Dorit goes, it's a hard pill to swallow. I've known her for five years. Kyle, six years. And Kathy goes, I don't know her. <laughs> Kyle, Kathy goes, I don't know her. Don't even put that shit on me. I don't. Little Michael Jackson came up to me when we both don't know. We don't know her. Uh, Dorit says, I don't know her at all. Do I not know her at all? I'm blindsided. We don't know how to fill in the blanks or what questions to ask to Miss Erica Jane. And Rena goes, I worry about her, it's, you know, her mental capacity and how, how is she keeping it all together? <laughs> and Dorit goes, her life, it's her freedom. And Rena goes, it is her life and her freedom at stake. And Kyle goes, what else is going on that we don't know? What has Erica Jane been keeping from us? And Sutton goes, well, I have to go pack, I say, I say. And Dorit goes, this is going to be a long, expensive road. And that's why I feel bad for her. We're in a new scene back in Los Angeles. Kyle uh, gets greeted by all of her dogs. They all jump on her. Um, And uh, it's so cute, you guys. When I was watching this the first time, Brooklyn saw all the dogs and barked. Brooklyn is my dog, and she barks at the screen when she sees a dog or a horse, and it prevented me from watching Game of Thrones for the longest time, you know? Uh, We go then go to Crystal's house, and Rob comes out to greet her, and he's like, how was it? And she's like, I'm not crying this time if, you know, last time I was. Uh, Dorit gets on FaceTime with... Comma, 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 comedy with Boy George, folks. Boy George makes a cameo, PK's client. And but he's like, hello, I'm Boy George. And PK's like, hey, don't read tough news. We have read about oh Erica Jane. And Rick goes, it is sad. It's sad to read about this. I'm a child of the world. And she's victims and orphans and widows. And PK goes, tough spot, honey. It's a tough spot to be a friend. But you can't support these allegations unless she's promised you that she didn't know and Dorit goes something doesn't add up here you want to go directly to her and ask what part of this did you did you know and Boy Joe, go, Boy Joe goes that's her drama that's all I got to say 
<laughs> How shitty is that's her drama? That's all she. That's my boy George. Also, can we get Cindy Lauper to weigh in on this? Would Billy Joel make a statement? Any any kind of eighties icon? I would love to know if George Michael was still with us, what he would have said on the matter. Um, we go to Sutton's house and Sutton is getting water for her dog, Waylon, and spills a little water. She's like, Waylon, I'll grow up, Waylon, I say, I say, I'll just spill a little water on you. Calm down. She's very, being very, she goes, is this enough water? She's being extremely Southern in this scene. And she goes, I reread that Erica Jane article ad nauseum. I think Eric and Jane knew more than she'd let on, I say, I say. We left this weekend, and now I'm wondering what these consequences are. And then we go to a new scene with Kyle, calls Dorit, and, uh, how are you? And Dorit's, okay, I'm okay, Master Kyle. And Kyle goes, my mind is racing all this article, it's too much. And Dorit goes, I know. Kyle goes, maybe Erica knew something. And... You know, she's protecting Tom, of course, you know. I don't know how to put this puzzle together. And Sutton goes, she goes, Sutton wants to set up a meeting with all of us without Erica. And Dorit goes, it's weird, but we have to discuss the LA Times article. There are a lot of things to talk about. Kyle, I talked to boy George today. He would have questions as well. And Kyle goes, you know, we can get together and talk. And Dorit goes, I agree, we should. Uh, New scene. And we're in Dorit's luxury mansion, and her little daughter, not Jagaloo, uh, she's like, Mommy, Mommy, Jagaloo's upstairs. Oh, I made those gingerbread houses, Mom. And, uh, and she goes, I know you did, little not Jagaloo. You're going to go upstairs and play with your brother now. I'll order you some pizza, and then Mommy will come upstairs and cuddle you after all these ladies leave. Um... There is a whole spread. It's a really nice spread out of cheeses and luxury meats. And uh, we, we see Ashley, Dorit's assistant. And <laughs> you can just tell it's like the people are like, uh, Dorit, could you explain? Just just talk to Ashley. Ashley, we don't want you to say anything because we're going to have to pay you. So just, uh, just listen to what Dorit says. And Dorit's like, I find it very interesting. What's happening to Erica Jane right now? And Ashley's just shaking her head. And Rinna, of course, is the first one there. She's always there for a free drink or food. And Rinna goes, oh, how cute, how sweet. Hi, my love. And Dorit goes, hi, my baby. And Rinna gives her this gift. She goes, it's a little something for you. And it's Panatone. I don't know. What is it? What is it? I, I don't want to look at it. What is Panatone? It's some, I don't know. It's some Italian. She goes, Panatone in Italian. Panatonia. We get Dorit doing her Italian. And she goes, what do you want to drink, baby? And Lisa Renee goes, a Belvedere, medium, and a strong side. <laughs> I like a strong, stiff drink. And she goes, yes, my love, you are going to get your strong, stiff drink in a Gucci glass. Kyle will get hers in a Walmart glass. Crystal comes in and Rick goes, this is an impromptu get-together. I just had what's left over in my fridge. Here's some duck, duck, goose, some pheasant. It's a little fig jam and fig pudding. And Rick goes, there's no casual bones in Dorit's bodies. There's no casual bones in Dorit's body. This is a whole spread. And Rick goes, you know, Kyle, I put my phone downstairs uh, and then I woke up this morning and I saw all this stuff. And we see Kyle and she's in these ugly yellow pants. And we find out that 
Kyle opened Instagram and saw Erica posting all of the pics on that Friday night of the alleged mistress, Justice Trisha Bigelow, and text to Tom. And there was a photo of her in bed and sexual text to Tom. And Kyle goes, why hasn't she been more open with us? Why didn't she share that with us? I don't know why she would post on Instagram right now. But so many people thought the divorce is a hoax, and maybe she's saying, look, this is what I've been dealing with. Kyle shows Garcelle this because Garcelle wasn't aware, and Garcelle says, I asked her if there was a third party before, and we have a flashback of that scene where Erica's like, there wasn't no third party, I'm being honest. If Tom was having a fan, I didn't know about it, uh. So Erica wasn't honest with me, Garcelle says, about Tom having an affair, but now I'm thinking... Maybe she isn't telling us everything. And Rena goes, I spoke to Erica briefly this morning. I did. I did. I spoke to her. And she said her divorce lawyer told her she had to take it down. And Rena says this drop, like, and you just know she thinks her shit doesn't sink. Like, guess you talked to Erica Jane this morning. Erica Jane said, takes my cause. This is a great stiff Bavardier. Pander churn. This is a great stiff Bavardier drink to eat. A scoochie glass. Um, but she's kind of bragging. It's like it's like name dropping in a sense. So Garcelle goes, so, so why do you think she did that? And Rinda goes, you know, Sutton, did you see Erica's post? Because Sutton walked in while Garcelle asked that. And Sutton goes, I have a lot of reservations. I'm just going to jump in here. I'll say, I'll say about what was said. I left La Quinta thinking something is amiss. I think we are being placed in a bad position. We are hearing stories, I say, I say, that don't add up. We have to fight for the South. And uh, she's like, I started thinking, and my alarm, my sudden alarm, and my sudden red flags went off, I say, I say, what have we gotten ourselves into? My LLCs are in danger. My minor league baseball teams are in danger. And Garcelle says, what are you saying? And Kyle says, it sounds like you are not trusting her. And Sutton goes, I have questions, I say, I say. I'm not sure how much I want to be around my friend during this time. Dun-dun-dun! To be continued next time, folks. We have a scene with Garcelle being the grandmother to her grandchild. Uh, We have a scene uh, continuing from this scene where we hear, I don't think ignorance is an excuse in terms of Erica Jane. We have a scene where there's a dinner party where Erica Jane walks in and goes, Are you guys really that afraid of me? And Rene goes, and and, and Sutton goes, uh, I, say, I say, I'm not afraid of you. And Rene goes, I'm not sure that's what you think when Erica is involved. Rena fucking throws Sutton under the table. So I'm telling you folks, already next week, I am going to be at a 10. F that noise, right? Screw that. That's not cool. You guys, we did it. We did it. Uh, it is 2.15 a.m. We did it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you laughed. I hope you I hope you found this funny. Um, and, and I didn't find this as funny of an episode as I found others, but I know next week is going to be so good. So please come back. Please tell your friends. Um, I'm so proud of this podcast. Please, uh, I don't want to keep saying please. I'm proud. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for letting me be a small part of your lives. I want you to have the best weekend out there. Remember to stay safe. Remember to mask up if you can, if you're in a position where you need to. Uh, But let's party our balls off. Let's knock ourselves off our coal mining asses and go have the best weekend ever. And then I'll talk to you again on Monday with Sophie Ross. Um, Thank you, guys. 
Thank you, guys. I love you. I made it. Bye. Betches.